Hello and welcome once again to our daily devotional podcast. Today I want to talk about thanksgiving and petition. Let's turn to Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to 7. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to 7. Let us pray. Father, help us to remember your blessings again and again that we may trust you as faithful good God, that as we pray, we may know who we pray to, the kind of God you are. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Philippians 4, 6-7 Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I mentioned that I want to revise some of the spiritual exercises, that of thanksgiving and prayer. But let me explain first this passage 4, 6-7. Paul writes to the Christians that we not be anxious, but that we bring our prayers to God with thanksgiving. Why? Why is it so important to be thankful? Well, actually, it's not being thankful is not certainly not to make God happy. But rather, when we remember how God has answered our prayers in the past and in the present, we come to God with greater confidence. You know, like when you want to, want to ask someone, ask your boss, for example, or ask a minister or something, and you worry a lot about whether your boss will give it to you or whether he will reject you or whether he will just rebuff you and throw you out of the room. What do you do? You want to know what sort of boss he is. How do you know the kind of boss he is? By recalling his responses to you in the past or his responses to others for that matter. And so if you had asked your boss for favours before or for permission before, and he had welcomed you and given you more than you had asked for, or he lavished upon you, or he welcomed you into his room and said, hey, of course, I will do this and more for you. Then when you have a need and you bring it to God, certainly you come with great confidence. Of course, if your boss has chased you out and said, don't you ever come back again with these requests, then you worry a little bit more or a lot more. And so it is with God. God says, do not be anxious. Just bring them to me. Bring your request to me. And how do I? How does God then assure you that he will welcome you, that he will give you your heart's desires when you think back of the times when he gave to you? And so it's very important to recall the times when God answered your prayers. Now there are several ways of doing it. One is to recall the things that have happened in the day, during that day. I shared with you before that very often we think only of the bad things that have happened. 99 good things may have happened in the day and one bad thing. But usually it's that bad thing that sticks on in your mind and colours the rest of your day. It seems like it's a terrible day until you sit down You ask the Holy Spirit to guide your thoughts. And then you think back of the day. And you may remember 
and you may realize that it was such a wonderful day because there were so many blessings in the course of that day. That will really raise your spirits, make you more confident of asking God. But another way of doing this is by journaling. And in one of those the next few days, I will mention some things and guide you as to journaling and tell you some interesting stories about journaling. But journaling is important because it helps you to remember the blessings that God has for you. And it's important to remember major milestones. Because when you pray to God, you will know then that you have a God who blesses you. And sometimes even when you recall the times when your prayers were not answered, if you thought a bit forward and you realize that these were blessings in disguise, so-called, because when God doesn't give you something, He might wait for a longer time and give you something even greater. Then you wouldn't worry so much when you bring a request to God and you say, God, I really want this. And then you hear no answer and you can rest assured that God is simply waiting to give you something else. So remembering what God has done, thinking back of your blessings, is very important as you make your request to God. So let me help you with these three. First, of course, is thinking of the God's blessings during the day. Secondly, thinking of God's blessings over the years. And third, thinking of the times when you failed and yet God gave you something greater. And then after that, I'll <coughs> guide you as to how to make your petitions to God. All right, let's start with thanksgiving for the day. Now, I need you to be very relaxed. Find a quiet place where you won't worry about being disturbed. In your room, in the park, just sit down, take a few deep breaths. Now, breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Look around your surroundings. Do you see the tree, the chair, the guy sitting in front of you or behind or next to you? Be aware of your surroundings. Okay? Now then you shut your eyes. Can you see with your mind's eye things that you saw the surroundings now with your eyes closed can you still see that tree in front of you that person sitting next to you okay now let's try something else to help you with your imagination or your memory can you think of what you ate last eight, whether it was breakfast or dinner. Take a bit of time to recall what you ate and can you visualize it? I had a plate of beef with fried onions and, <laughs> and spinach. It's a great meal. But can you allow your memory to be jotted? recall what you ate, what was on the plate. Was it good? Okay, now then. 
Let me pray and you pray along and you learn to pray this way, alright? Father, let your Holy Spirit bring to my memory the blessings that I received in the course of today. Help me remember, Lord, and be grateful. Allow me to see with my mind's eye these wonderful blessings that I received. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, now then, look at your watch. What time is it? Well, just guess, alright? If it's in the morning, it's in the morning. You don't have to be precise. Think of 24 hours ago. So if it was morning, you think of yesterday morning when you woke up. And slowly recall in your mind, in pictures, in images, what happened after you got up. Maybe you brushed your teeth, you took a shower. Was there anything that was a blessing, perhaps a kind word from your spouse or from your child? Something that made your heart leap? Perhaps it was a sunrise that you enjoyed so much. But fix your mind on that first good thing. Never mind the bad things because there are some. But fix your mind on the first good thing that you had. Maybe it was a time of silence. Maybe it was breakfast. Fix your mind on that. Savour it, relish that moment. And then move on to the next. Remember, don't rush through this exercise. Enjoy that moment, enjoy, relive the conversation if it was a wonderful conversation where you felt loved or blessed. Savour that. Take your time to enjoy it, relive it. And then say, thank you, Lord, for that lovely event, for that lovely meal or that lovely gift. And then move on a little more. And then you keep moving on, all right? Each time you have something, bless a blessing, stop. Relish it. Enjoy it. Thank God for it. And then continue. Okay, now I'm going to pause and you, you can pause the podcast and continue. Um, just continue until you reach today. Okay? Now, you may turn off now and then I'll continue with the next part. Okay then, let's start with the next exercise. That is recalling God's blessings. You know, it's very, very important to recall God's blessings. Because if you had a need at the moment and you wonder if God will meet that need then you, it's so important to remember the times when God met similar needs before or 
other needs just to remind you that God is a good God and God does provide for you. I learned that if you wanted to pray for healing, think of those times when God has healed you, God healed others that you witnessed, you read about, you heard about, even the stories of healing in the Bible, and then come and pray for healing. One of the biggest challenges I faced uh, throughout my years was financial. It wasn't my finances, but it was finances for the organization. But it started with my finances when we, my family and I were studying in the States. I was doing my doctorate and at one point we ran out of money. And it was a harrowing experience and we just prayed. And next moment we, we received a miracle uh, a scholarship fund that we had applied, I had applied for a year and a half earlier and heard nothing about suddenly came through and with it came $20,000. It was more than enough for us. But these were small experiences and I remember saying, or is it my wife, Jeannie, said to me, you know, God has provided for us in the tens of thousands. I have a feeling that in the next posting, you will need to turn to God for hundreds of thousands of dollars. I didn't know how that would happen, but when I, when my wife and I started serving in prison fellowship, we were often so broke that we were like weeks or days before payday with hardly any money left. And we had something like 20 staff with us. Raising money was a very difficult thing. And yet along the way, we met so many, so many miracles. There was a phone call from no, from somewhere that never expected from a total stranger who had called his pa- her pastor and asked if she could donate a sum of money to his church. And he said, my church has no need for money, which is a crazy thing for a pastor to say. And then this pastor said, but I know of Ming Li who is running an organization and I think they need the money. And this lady then called me without telling me how much she wanted to give and simply asked me, um, I was referred to you by my, your friend, how much do you need? I mentioned the sum and she said, the money will be in your mailbox tomorrow. And the same thing happened exactly a year later when, my, when the debts came to 100,000. And the next day, 100,000 just came in the mail. It was a crazy provision of God. But it taught me that as I recalled the times when God provided again and again, that He is a faithful God. And so what you do is you sit back and are there petitions that you need? Perhaps for doing, getting through your exams? I don't know. I don't know what these needs will be. But can you recall the times when God provided for you? Maybe write it down so that you can remember in the future. But these will come in very useful. The third thing will be the failures that turned out well. And I have quite a number to share with you, a number to remember. One of the worst things I felt that happened to me and yet it turned out to be one of the best and I did very badly when I graduated uh, with a law degree. 
was so hard for me to find a job. I struggled greatly. But as I look back now, I realize that what that taught me was humility, was compassion, was feeling the despair with others. And then looking at the present, realizing that I was none the worse for it. In fact, I'm very blessed by all that God had done since that time. And I'm able to tell others, it's okay if you do badly. It's not the end. In fact, God has you in His hands. He's going to make it for you. Just rest and let Him take over. Again and again, the failures in life have proven that nothing can devastate us, but that God just has plans for us. So when you start thinking of fearing that something bad might happen, that you might fail your exams or you might do badly, perhaps recall some of those times when they were hard and you failed in something, and that at the end of the day, it turned out well for you nonetheless. And if you go through one more of such experiences, write it down, rehearse it, think through it again, because these things will come useful for your life. It's important to thank God, to see the blessings that God has given to you, because it makes you so much more hopeful as you turn to God in prayer. And so now, petitions. First, burdens. Jesus says, Come to me all you who are burdened, heavy laden, tired and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So shut your eyes once again. See those burdens that you carry. And then say to God, God, take these burdens from me. You can visualize Jesus coming to you and lifting the burden off your back. With your permission, let him take those burdens off your back. And then you can stand straight. Imagine yourself standing straight because the burdens are no longer there. And then saying to God, God, let me rest in you. I find it a very helpful um, exercise Think of a concrete examples of the things that you're going through and then say to God, God, can you lift this burden from me? And then you wait as you allow God to give you that peace in your heart. Okay, so when there are petitions or so things that you want, usually what I do then is I also pray and say, God, will you give me this? Will you help me remember those times when you blessed me and you answered my prayers and you gave me the things that I asked for? And then you pause, don't run off quickly or change the subject. Just pause, wait till you sense, a, you feel a sense of peace. That's important for you because God will answer your prayers. But the problem is, how do you stay at peace? How do you allow God to take your anxieties? As Paul, God says, do not be anxious. And that's important for us. So take time to talk to God. Take time to allow God to lift your burdens. And then wait for the peace of God that will fill you. 
okay? Don't have to pray very rapidly. Prayer is something that helps you to relax because God already knows what you need. The important person actually is yourself. How do you feel? How anxious are you? Can you feel peace after you have prayed? So don't bring a whole shopping list. If you have a lot of things to pray for, sure, take more time. But you need to spend time to thank God first and then to let God lift your burdens and then to bring each of your requests to God. Tomorrow, I'll talk about how to intercede for others. It's very similar, but um, there are some differences. One of the things that I learned, which some say is controversial, I find nothing wrong with it, is visioning. It's so good to vision Jesus, imagine Jesus coming to lift the burden off your back and then you straightening your back. I once I shared with you about my friend, um, Eric, a death row prisoner who couldn't sleep. And I told him, well, the Bible says that God is with you when you lie down and you rise up. So when you lie down, imagine God sitting with you. And as he did that, he felt this warmth that was not imagined anymore. It was a real warmth of God filling him. And so imagination helps you to understand or appropriate uh, spiritual truths. And it's good to use your imagination to, un- to see the things that God is actually telling you that he is doing. Okay, so let's close in prayer now and try these exercises. Father, teach us to pray. Not so much to bring a list to you, but that we may not be anxious over anything but with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, to make our requests, our needs known to you, that the peace of Christ may rule in our hearts. I pray then for my brothers and sisters who are listening, whether the petitions are huge and heavy and onerous, like marital problems or financial issues, or whether they're simple little things that they need day by day. I pray most of all that they may find peace in their hearts, that they may remember the times when you provided for them and therefore they can trust you to continue to provide for them. And when you do provide, that they may remember these blessings. And when you do not, they may wait with faith knowing that you are God who gives us the very best and we may rest in you. Because, Father, to you, our peace of mind and peace of heart is the most important. That we not be anxious, but we live day by day trusting and resting in you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well then, keep practicing this and Tomorrow, we'll talk about uh, intercession, praying for others. Have a good day. God bless you. Goodbye.